What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web. Each and every week, we take a look at the week that just passed. We chat a little bit about what I've been up to, get into some news, talk about some community stuff, and we get out for the week short and to the point. This is the podcast. So we'll start off this week just like we always do with What's happening? What have I been up to this week? I've been chilling. <laughs> uh, been watching some shows, been catching up on some shows. Um, I think I mentioned it last week. I'll be Mario Odyssey, the main campaign. I'm still grinding away on my moons. I've been kind of slowing down on that. Um, I bought, a, there was a deal, a 128 gigabyte uh, SD card for $30. I put that on my Switch. I'm really excited for the prospect that possibly in the future I'm going to have a Switch that's just packed to the brim with virtual console games. So hopefully that happens. Please, Nintendo, do it for us. We need some virtual (laughs) virtual console goodness on there. Anyway, what else I've been doing gaming-wise? I'm going to do... I'm going to talk about some other non-gaming stuff this episode about what what other things I've been doing. But I've been playing Wolfenstein 2. Okay, so... I played Wolfenstein The New Order uh, last, I think it was last year. I know I uh, played it one time before, when it first came out, and I barely remembered anything of it. I kind of skipped through the cutscenes. I didn't pay attention to much. I was just like, ah, it's a shooter. We'll just shoot. Who cares about the story? But then the Cartridge Club, and I had like a playthrough where I was about a quarter of the way through on my PC still, because when I first played Wolfenstein, I was a PC gamer exclusively so i still have the you know a copy of it on here on my pc so the cartridge club was playing it like as like a side game um and i was like man everybody's getting into this let's go ahead and beat this second save file i played it again i had a great time the story was great i had a good time with it but i was like eh, it was all right it was fun you know but then i pl- i i have wolfenstein too I, my plan was okay i'm gonna beat mario odyssey main quest then I'm going to jump in Wolfenstein 2, beat that one. So I played a little bit. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty cool. You know, and then I played another hour. You know, I've play, been playing like little short spurts. And then the other day, I sat down, popped that disc in there, booted it up, played for about three and a half hours straight. And the reason I played a little bit longer, because a lot of times when I play games, I only have a few hours to play. I had, you know, a good stretch of time to play this time. So I would say probably it was four hours altogether I played straight. But I was going to just say, oh, I was going to pop a couple hours in, turn it off. A couple hours went by. Some amazing stuff happened. Something, I, I won't spoil the game for you guys. But, oh my god. It takes a turn. And I did not expect it. It takes a turn, and then it has this really funny, awesome character moment. And then it has all this other character moments. And then it has this really awesome set piece. And then it has... It's its a really, really good game. They one-upped the original, you know, for their trilogy of Wolfenstein uh, Machine Games. They one-upped their original game so much. And I can't wait to finish it. I feel like I'm a, a little over halfway done. Um, I did have a couple of 
problems when it came to the difficulty. There were a couple sections that I saved in a bad spot because, you know, you can do manual saves. So I kind of got used to like, it felt like an old school, like Half-Life uh, save mentality where you just do quick saving, you know. All right, I, I finished that room. Do a quick save real quick, a manual save. So I was doing that and I, I kept getting myself in bad situations where it's like, okay, I have 15 health. There's about eight guys around me. What do I do? <laughs> so, I mean, there's a couple times when I did that, but the story beats just, oh, it's it's spectacular. Um, it, it really, really exceeded my expectations, and I look forward to playing some more of that. I'll check back in with you guys when I beat it. <sighs> I, I don't know. Man, I, it's such a good game. It's a really, really good game. So, that that's awesome. Um, for the game of the year stuff, I I am doing some game of the year stuff. I'll announce some plans I have for videos in the future, at the end of the video. But for my game of the year, it's gonna be so hard for me to nail it down because this game is slowly edging its way up into my top ten, maybe even my top five of the year. I have about twenty games listed that I'm like, man, I played so many great games this year. I beat so many great games this year. I'm just. It's a it's a great time to be playing games, honestly. So that's that. That's why I've been doing gaming wise. But I wanted to talk about a show that I've been watching for a few years that you might not expect to be a great show, right? It is Steven Universe. If you haven't heard of the show, it's a cartoon, and uh, it's it's a Cartoon Network cartoon. So it's a kids show, right? Technically. So I went into the show hearing a lot of positivity from a couple of people on Twitter that I follow. And they're like, oh, this is cool. And they're sharing fan art, sharing little clips from the show. I'm like, eh, it could be fun. You know, it's, it'd be cool, like, background show to watch. Because I, I, I appreciate a good cartoon. Uh, there was a show I watched that just ended recently, Gravity Falls, which was on Disney. And that show was awesome. It was like X-Files in the wilderness and it had like a lot of really cool sci-fi things happening. And that, that show was actually, it's one of the best kids shows I've ever seen. So I'm like, awesome, you know. And that show ended. And I'm like, oh, I kind of need something else, you know, to watch. So we tried, Sierra and I, my girlfriend tried Steven Universe. And we're like, yeah, it's pretty fun. You know, there's some fun moments. It, it's kind of whimsical. It's, it has a really great art style. The music is awesome, like it, throughout the entire show. So, what the setup for the show is, right, is there's this kid that um, lives with these things that are called the Crystal gem, the crystal Gems. They're like uh, space aliens, basically. They're from another planet, but they are grown people, which is, sounds weird. But they have a gem that which gives them, you know, power, powerful uh, powers, and they're immortal. They live forever. And what happens is one of them falls in love with a human... And then in order for her to have a kid, she has to give up her form to have the kid with this human. And Steven Universe is that kid. And it's him growing up with the gems, discovering himself, um, learning, you know, figuring out what his powers are. And it's an actually it's actually one of the best cartoons. It's one of my favorite shows, period. Every time there's a new episode, it kind of brightens my day. It's one of those constantly positive shows there's so much positivity in it there's so much you know great writing in it too you come to love the characters especially steven of course and then he has a best friend connie you and all the people in the town beach city you start to really you know recognize and 
sympathize with all the characters in the show. And I love it, you know? And like I said, you'll probably look at some trailers, you look at some videos for it, and you think, ah, this is like a little kid show. But then you, the more you watch it, it, you pretty much, as you watch the show, you see Steven grow up with the Crystal Gems and and uh, discover himself. And um, it's in a short form. They do like 11-minute episodes. So it's kind of like a, you know, like a SpongeBob or something like that where it's like a, you know, they do one plot point. But sometimes they have six or seven of those together. And that's like a whole entire story thread. And like I said, the music's really good. There are songs in there that are like, that are like musical level quality songs. And there's an actual musical episode, of course, because, yeah, that's how that's how the show is. But there are, I think there's like 40 songs. And, of course, there are, some of them are like 50 seconds long. There's a couple that are three minutes long. And every time they do a song, it's a very important part of the story. And it's it kind of inter- integrates really well. And what I love is they have a really fondness, they have a high fondness for video games too. Like the music has like chip tunes in it. Uh, there's like arcade scenes, like in the background of almost every shot inside of Steven's home, there's a GameCube and N64 in the background. And it's just, I feel, I feel like it's like an all ages great show. Like a little kid could watch it and love it. An adult, uh, if you call me an adult, <laughs> could watch it and love it. That's just on my recommendations for this week and yeah i love it uh try it out just it's on hulu it's not on netflix it's on hulu the first three seasons are so give it a shot if you don't like it you don't like it but i I find it it's a really great time and it's 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 just one of those shows fun to pop on watch a few episodes you get a couple laughs you get a couple smiles it's it's really good so that's what i've been doing this week of course, I watch I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> we watch uh, DC shows, all that stuff. And yeah, I want to get on t- into all that. Um, I think that's about it for what I've been doing. So we're going to jump into... You know what's coming next. If you've listened, you know. It is the... News of Interest! News of Interest. This news is interesting because it's news of interest. I do have some news this week. I'm going to do something I've been doing a lot lately. I'm going to spin one of the news stories off into a topic because it's fun. <laughs> so here's some little quick hit newses, newsies. We got something really cool. I, I was actually ex- really excited about this uh, announcement. They are going to put the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into Injustice 2. And I was I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Like, I popped into that game for a little bit. I haven't played much, but the fighting's pretty fun. I haven't played the storyline yet, but I'm like, okay, this game is going to be super cool because, you know, I love the Ninja Turtles, so having them in a fighting game is going to be incredible to me. Uh, I'm not much of a fighting game guy, uh, fighting game guy, game guy, whatever, (laughs) I don't really play fighting games that much, but there are a couple that have caught me my interest like throughout the years, and usually it's just, hey, little brother, let's play, you know, stuff like that. Never like super serious about it, just something I do, I'll play for fun. And I got Injustice for fairly cheap, I think I got it for like 20 bucks. Excuse me, I got the hiccups, and that's why it's so weird right now. Whew. Okay, uh, hold on, 
I'm gonna take a drink. I always have this drink sitting next to me. If you watch the video version, you always see my drink just sitting right there, like on the side of the frame. Like, hey, I'm gonna take a drink. And then I never do. So here we go, taking a drink. Because <laughs> I actually needed one. So yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into Injustice 2. Awesome, I'll probably, I'll buy that DLC just to mess around with that play with my, with my girlfriend. And then when I go see my family, and eventually move up to where my family lives we can play some fighting games and that's a lot of fun to play it's more fun like to play with somebody and by yourself seeing players and eh, it's okay so and uh one little quick hit was that noctis got announced for tekken 7 Eh. Uh, i don't really care for final fantasy 15 wasn't my cup of tea I, I played for a while didn't really grab me so as the characters are like eh, whatever <laughs> Uh, so what do you guys think about this? Uh, Nintendo is making an animated Mario movie. Okay. To me, I'm like, oh, it piques my interest. Yeah. And then we find out that's Illusion Studios. Isn't that the name of it? Oh, Illumination Studios. And you know what they make? Minions. <laughs> so, okay. Here's my thoughts on this. That, um, it's just a rumor at the moment Wall Street Journal reported it. No, wait. It wasn't Wall Street Journal. Where was it? Yeah, it was Wall Street Journal. They announced it. They're in talks. Nintendo hasn't officially confirmed this, so this could not actually happen. Who knows? But I think it's a good idea because the, the Illumination Studio actually has some of the most beautiful CGI animation. Uh, I think they did... Uh, I should look this up. I'm going to look it up while I talk. While I talk. But they did, they did Despicable Me. Illusion Studios. I, I, I don't think it was Illusion. Was it? Is it Illusion Studios? Illumination. Why do I keep saying Illusion? Illumination. Illumination. Studios. Alright, here we go. Yeah, we're going. Filmography. What we got? Okay. They haven't really done a lot of stuff. Okay, they got Despicable Me. Decent movie. Despicable Me, the first one's not too bad. It's okay. We got Hop. Don't know what that is. Dr. Seuss, The Lorax. It's okay. I, I enjoy it. it. It's not like the best movie ever, but it's okay. Uh, Despicable Me 2. Eh, Minions. Eh. Secret Life of Pets I've never seen. Sing. I, I don't remember which one that is. And Despicable Me 3. Huh. Let's see. Uh... They are making a Cat in the Hat movie, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Seuss the Grinch. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'll stop looking at this now. Uh, but, yeah. Um, it, it, it depends on how they do the story. If they just do the normal Mario, saves the princess, you'd be kind of like, eh. It, it'd be all right. But they need to come up with, like, a really fun story. Maybe they do something like a Wreck-It Ralph style. That would be fun. Uh, who knows what it ends up being. But if this happens... Sweet. I'll go. I'll go see a Mario movie. You know, everybody likes Mario. Um, let's just hope they do a good job, and it's an interesting story, and not just the same old story. And if they use that art style, it'll look really good too. Who knows? So that's just a rumor. So who knows what what's gonna happen of that? And then we got a couple more little quick hits. And remember last week when oh, a couple weeks ago I talked about this GameStop Unlimited used games program. Uh, well, they put a pause on that. 
right before they started doing that and they have not told anybody why <laughs> let's see what the quote from the spokesperson says we have elected to temporarily pause the rollout of the new power pass subscription service based on a few program limit limitations we have identified oh, okay I think it looks like they just need to upgrade their their systems before they do it because it was a lot of server load. Okay, nothing major on that one, but hopefully they announce a new date for that and we can try it out. I'm going to try that out, I think. 60 bucks for six months, used games, and then you get to keep the one at the end. That's pretty cool. All right, so we got the Game Awards have been announced, which I'm actually pretty excited because December 7th is PlayStation Experience. That's that weekend. And then... On that next Monday after that, December 9th, let me look. I think that's what it is. Oh, wait. I'm wrong. PlayStation Experience on the 7th. That's why. I, oh, it starts on the 7th and it goes through the weekend. But on that next Saturday, they have the Game Awards. So there's going to be plenty of game announcements coming in a couple weeks here. I'm going to do some fun stuff with that. Uh, but they announced some of uh, the nominations. I'm just going to go through like a couple categories that interest me. And I think you guys should vote for your favorite. Like, if you haven't voted, it's it's really easy. You just go to their website. You can look up the Game Awards on Google and vote. And, you know, it helps. I don't know. You don't have to. But I, I voted. Uh, Game of the Year. They got The Breath of the Wild, Zelda. And then we got Super Mario Odyssey, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. Dumbest name ever for a game, but I guess that makes it unique. Um... It's a fun game. I played it a little bit with my friends. It's it's pretty cool, but I don't see why it's on the list over some of these other games that came out. Like Wolfenstein, I feel like, is better than that. Um, there's a lot of games I feel like that came out this year that's better than uh, PUBG, PlayerUnknown Battleground. Whatever, though. <laughs> we got Persona 5, which I haven't played personally, but I see the, the appeal, and I think it's on sale Black Friday, so I'll probably be picking that up and playing that for a bit. That game's like 100 hours, though. So it's like a huge commitment if I want to jump into that. I bet Yakuza 0 is probably better than Black Player Unknown's Battlegrounds also. Let's see. Resident Evil 7 is probably better than that. Nier Automata is probably better than that. Uh, <laughs> I can think of a lot of games that are better than PUBG. But whatever. Whatever. And then the last one is Horizon Zero Dawn. Which, that's a great game. That's, that's, that's fine with me. Um, I voted for Mario. Um, I think Mario is probably my game of the year at this point. Um, I'm kind of going back and forth between that and Horizon and a couple other ones, but it's it's up there. It's either one or two on my list. So Mario phew, blew me away. I, I love it. I love it. It was so good. Lived up to the hype, 100%. Um, let's see what other category we got. The one I wanted to talk about was Best Art Direction, and Cuphead's on that list, and I feel like you should vote for Cuphead. Or Persona 5 that had great art also. And what was it? Um, Games for Impact. Uh, I'm just voting for Night in the Woods on Games for Impact. And I think it's like the independent studio one. I, I love that game. That's I, I, I'm glad it's on the award list. I hope it wins at least one of those. These awards are kind of silly and they kind of don't really matter too much. But they're fun. <laughs> And I know Jeff Keighley goes all out, and there's going to be, like, an orchestra and stuff. So it should be a fun watch, at least. Let's see what else we got. Let's see. There's a lot of stuff on here. You know, a weird category is best anticipated game. It's like, eh, 
cool, I guess. We got The Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster Hunter World, Marvel Spider-Man, and God of War. Which should prove all to be pretty cool games. So, alright. Best independent game. So this one actually is tough. And I still need to play Hellblade. That's on here. Hellblade, Tsunua Sacrifice. We got What Remains of Edith Finch, which I really like that. It was a really good storyline. We have Cuphead. Fantastic, fun, beautiful game. And we got Night in the Woods. Such a heartfelt game. Feels very honest, very real, great graphics, really awesome art style. And then we got Pyre, which I haven't played at all. I've only seen a little bit of gameplay on that one. Maybe I should get on playing some of that. But yeah, I've uh, been voting for Night in the Woods because I love it. And there's a Trending Gamer Award, like always. And I feel like the one that stands out to me is Andrea Renee from What's Good Games because I've seen her on so many things and. I don't know. It feels like I've seen her for years doing tons of stuff, so I feel like she should win that one. So I've been voting for her on that. But yeah, the Game Awards, it's one of those weird things that happens every year. It's kind of cool, but like I said, who, how much does it really matter? I don't know, but it's still really cool. So yeah, like I said, that weekend, December 7th and December 9th, it's going to be really good. Also, uh, there's Monster Hunter World. It's going to have a beta on the 9th, so I'm going to be playing that. I'm going to try that out. I've never tried a Monster Hunter game, so... That's going to be pretty cool. All right, so we have... <sighs> All right, if you've seen the comment title, you know what I'm going to be talking about, kind of. This Battlefront 2 crap. <laughs> so the new story is Battlefront 2 has just exhaustively horrible microtransactions that are affecting people to just in a horrible way. Like, people are getting pissed about this. Um, so what it is is they have these cards and you have the possibility you know of getting heroes and to, to grind up to get so so people are were paid eighty dollars to play this game three days early on a Friday instead of a Tuesday and they still realize that oh I can't play Darth Vader until I grind for hundreds of hours and somebody timed out how long it would take to grind for this it's over two thousand hours that's like an entire year's worth of work. 40-hour weeks, entire year's worth of work just to play as Darth Vader. And they reduced, right? They reduced the hero amount, the points to get to those heroes by 75%, right? So, oh, it's 75% easier to get these. Awesome, right? But then they reduced the rewards by 75%. So it's still the same. It just makes the number look lower. But you're still earning the equivalency to the same amount to get to those characters. So what happens with these type of microtransactions is people pay the money. And they expect something. And they don't get it. So the example I was tweeting about this earlier. Overwatch is the perfect example of the best way to do this. I've talked about this, I don't know, three or four times, but here I'm just going to go through it real quick. You have a great game, awesome multiplayer that evolves, changes, and then they have skins that their artists work hard on. They look beautiful and awesome, and you want to unlock those because the game is so much fun to play, and you're already getting free maps, you're already getting free modes, you're already getting free... Uh, events you're already getting free characters so 
you play this game for hundreds of hours and you're like, hey, I'll throw them another 10 bucks to get a loot box or, you know, a 10 pack of loot boxes, whatever. And possibly I'll get that May skin or that Junkrat skin I really wanted. And then I'll feel really good because I have that awesome skin and I'll keep playing the game. That's a fine way to do it. It's just, it's perfectly fine. That's probably the best way to do it. If you're going to have the boxes in there, at least make it fair. Make the, make the people that play your game feel rewarded before they give you more money. <clears throat> in the case of Battle, Battlefront 2, you don't feel that way. You feel like, sorry, I have an alarm set here. I will have to wrap up soon. Hey, it is what it is. But you have to grind and grind and grind and grind to get the characters you want. Okay, cool. You're making it acceptable. All right, so here, here's a quote that this is the headline for the story I'm reading. EA def, EA's defense of Star Wars Battlefront 2 becomes most of it downvoted Reddit comment ever. Okay? So, at negative 341,000 points and growing in less than 24 hours, the post from the Reddit user EA community team defending Battlefront 2's locking of characters like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker is by far the most unpopular comment in Reddit's history. So this is the quote. The intent, <clears throat> hold on. The intent to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes, reads the post. A response to one Redditor complaining that they had to spend $80 on Star Wars Battlefront 2 only to find Darth Vader locked behind a paywall that would take either real money or dozens or hundreds of hours of gameplay to access. The community team continues. As for costs, we select initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards, milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we... Sorry, my mouth is like chapped. That's a weird way to say that. My mouth is dry. <laughs> Among other things, we're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure the, that players have challenges that are com compelling, rewarding, and of course, attainable via gameplay. We appreci appreciate the candid feedback and the passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums, and across numerous social media outlets. Our team will continue to make changes and monitor community feedback and update, blah, 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 more, 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 PR speak. So I can see why that would get negative votes. That got the most negative votes ever on Reddit. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. But people are just pissed, right? And for me, I see this, I'm like, wow, they've been doing this for years on Call of Duty. Call of Duty used to be my favorite multiplayer game, guys. Call of Duty used to be so fun to me. I used to have so much fun, jump on there with friends, you know, just go an entire evening playing zombies, playing Capture the Flag, not, not Capture the Flag, Domination, that's the one I like the most. Domination, Team Deathmatch, and Search and Destroy would get so intense, so much fun. It's like Capture, you know, that's, uh, Search and Destroy is like the, well, I can't talk today, <laughs> the Counter-Strike mode where you have to defend the bomb or plant the bomb. We used to play that for hours, right? And then in Advanced Warfare, they started doing these loot boxes. It destroyed the balance of the weapons. And then from ever, ever since then, every single game, they did that. I played Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I had eight days worth of playtime before they started patching in these loot crates. 
that had like at first it was all cosmetics and they're like oh cool you know awesome camo uh badass you know armor mods that make your armor looks really super cool because they had like these exoskeletons and stuff because it's like near future you know so awesome cool i got this really cool camo it looks like lightning bolts that like animate on your weapon i'm like that's sick awesome right so i had that and then they started adding guns then they had like a shotgun that's like has ridiculous range they had all this crazy stuff and then they make them impossible to get and then they ruin my 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 fun with call of duty and ever since then i haven't played call of duty you know sucks because that was my favorite series my favorite multiplayer series because you know you jump in the game for 10 minutes and you have a great time and then the thing with battlefront 2 is this that's what's going to happen and it's going to sour people on their experience with this game which sucks because you know it could be an incredible game it looks beautiful the graphics are beautiful i played the beta and i actually had a pretty good time it was fun but i didn't buy this game i'm not going to support this type of you know terrible I don't feel like it's consumer friendly. It's it's not what the consumer wants. Okay, you can put the boxes in there. Make them fair. That's all I ask. I don't care if there's boxes in there. Whatever. You know, whatever. Make them more fair. Make it to where it doesn't feel like you just want my money all the time. And that's how a lot of people feel about this game, which is just a shame. It's It sucks. It really, really sucks. So that's the story really in a nutshell. Um... It's, it's crazy to me because they keep adjusting the rates of all this stuff. Like, every day it feels like they're adjusting it. It feels like they didn't really have a plan. Like, they didn't have a plan at all when they did this. They're like, okay, we're going to put these boxes in here. This is the amount. And this kind of did a random number. It, it just really feels like that because they feel like they ratchet back and they ratchet back some more. And then they adjust another percentage and blah, blah, blah. I've seen tons of posts about this. And it just doesn't feel right it feels dirty i don't i I don't i'll probably buy this game when it's on sale for 15 bucks or 10 bucks play the multiplayer then if there's people still around you know but i definitely want to try the single player it looks pretty interesting i heard it's okay but maybe not you know mind-blowing but still seems pretty fun so i'll buy it later on when it's on sale play through the single player and be on my merry way with that game which is a shame you know i should be super into this and i'm not because I'm a huge Star Wars fanboy, <laughs> like a lot of people are, but, you know, I love it, and the fan, you know, the, the, uh, what's it called, uh, fan, oh my gosh, <laughs> how, how much appreciation they show towards fan, fans and all that stuff in there, I can't think of the name, it's like popped out of my head, but how much love they show towards the fans, and, uh, do all the different, trill like all three trilogies in there basically it's pretty cool they have like original trilogy stuff and then they have the prequel trilogy and then they have the new stuff in there too awesome you know i should be thrilled i should be playing this game right now instead of recording this right i should be fucking i should be into this but i'm not because of the their stupid business practices practices that kind of just destroyed it for a lot of people and it just the more i see of it the more i just get turned off by the game and there's been so many good games this year so why do i even want to bother with a game that doesn't treat me with with you know the respect for my time and doesn't give me a good time because they feel it feels like they just want my money and that's it and that's not that's, that's not fun and it feels like ea did that with uh need for speed this year too they kind of they kind of threw out a game it wasn't completely polished and then they have boxes in there too so 
I hope this trend either rolls back a bit and gets a little bit more on terms with pe what people want or goes away. One of the two. It sucks. But, you know, that's it for the news. And that last news topic made me want to ask you guys a question. What? Since EA hasn't been doing amazing with the Star Wars license, what studio would you want to see make a Star Wars game? Which I've seen this comment come up a few times. And I wanted to look up a studio real quick. But, uh, what is it? There it is. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Okay. I have two people I would love to make this game. One. So basically, this this is just a hypothetical hypothetical situation, right? EA was like, okay, we're done making Star Wars games. It's not doing much for us, whatever. And Disney's like, whatever studio wants to make a Star Wars game, pitch it to us, and we'll we'll, we'll green light the ones we like the most. These are the two people that are two companies that I would love to see a Star Wars game from. First off, we're just gonna go with. Insomniac Games. They make really, really good open world games. Um, I'm basing this mostly off of uh, the in uh, Insomniac Games. I'm basing it off of uh, what's the name of that game? Man, I, my mind's not working today. Uh, there it is. It's on my shelf right there. Sunset Overdrive. I love that game. It was a good time. I had a great time with that. And I'm basing it on uh, Infamous. And they make really good open world games, really fun to play, and they're really good at doing powers, of course, from Infamous. So, having a lightsaber with that third person action, like really fun open world, like if you had your own ship, you can go to different planets, that would be really fun. I think they would do a great job with it, and they're really good with their tech, their facial animations look great, they could tell a really good story, that would be awesome, that would be so good. I would, I would be over the moon for that. And then my number two for this would be Way Forward. And they make some of the coolest games, guys. Like, when it comes to 16-bit style, it, you know, they, they make Shantae, which I've played two of those games. Really, really fun. Really great art style. And then they made, they make, like, a, this new Mummy game. Have you seen that Mummy game? If you haven't seen it, look at the Mummy Demastered game. I'm pretty sure they did that. Hold on. Let me look this up. But yeah, they make some of the coolest like pixel art games. Imagine a Star Wars game where you play like a bounty hunter that crash. This is going to sound so much like Metroid. It kind of is like a Metroid-ish. But either you play a bounty hunter with a blaster or you play a Jedi that crashes somewhere and you have to go through the caverns and learn how to get off this, the planet. Or you can be part of the resistance and go fight in, you know, do shooter segments, you know, in, like, A-wings and stuff. It could be fun, like a 16-bit side-scrolly style. Uh, maybe Metroidvania, something like that. Let's see, what all have they done? Way forward. We're going to look. You guys don't know who they are. They make a lot of games, and I mean a lot. All right, let's see more modern stuff. Wow. Okay, yeah, they made them. That's a, their latest game is Mummy Demastered. They made wow. There's a lot of stuff on here. Drawn to Life, Mighty Switch Force, Ducktales Remastered. They worked on which looked beautiful. They had um, Double Dragon Neon, Aliens Infestation. 
Blood Rain Betrayal, which is a really cool side-scrolling game. If you haven't tried it, you should. Um, all the Shantae games, of course. There's basically Contra 4 on the DS. Awesome. Um, I'm just looking through the game list. They they have so many good games. If you see Way Forward, you know you're going to get quality. So I would love to see what they would do, what their spin on a Star Wars story, and what their spin on a Star Wars action 2D game would be. So... That's the whole topic of the week. I didn't have a lot to say about it. <laughs> there's a lot. There's plenty of studios that would do a really good job of Star Wars. I mean, Guerrilla Games would do great with their new engine, the Horizon Zero Dawn engine. With oh my gosh, imagine the Star Wars engine looking that the Star Wars game looking that beautiful, that detailed, and having such fun combat. <sighs> the thing is, if you're gonna do lightsabers and you're gonna do Jedi action, if you're gonna do that kind of stuff, it needs to feel kind of really like oh. Platinum games. Oh my god. Imagine a Jedi Force game, like a Jedi where you're let's say you like create a Jedi, you know, through like a character creator or whatever. And you're that character. And it has like insane like platinum off the wall, like crazy lightsaber duels that you would have to do and like fight droids and shit. Oh my god, that would be so good. Oh I want platinum to make every game. <laughs> uh but yeah. Let me know, guys. That's that's the community question this week. Um, what studio would you like to see make Star Wars if EA lost the license? Let me know. Let me know. Hashtag Frantic Thoughts on Twitter. And let's just go ahead and roll over to the community section. Uh, drum roll. Whoa. Camera went crazy when I did that. Uh, okay. Drum roll. I have a forum, my own forum on the Cartridge Club, cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Go to the podcast section. You'll see Frantic Thoughts right there, front and center. Every week I'll have a post there. Great place to communicate and talk. Oh, I was so stoked when they gave me that. Uh, Round 2 Gaming gave me that uh, earlier, earlier in the week because somebody, Diego, Alitina Laura, Alitina, I can't talk. I cannot talk. I don't know why I do podcasts ever. <laughs> uh, a, a Latino lawyer on uh, Twitter, Diego, uh, was like, you know, I, w- I would love to do comment, but the Josh doesn't really have a forum. And then Dean, Dean Round 2 Gaming, he just hooked me up with it like pretty much that same day. Freaking awesome. I was like, dude, I, I felt so honored, you know. <laughs> uh, such a simple little thing, but I was super happy to have it. Um, so if you guys want to talk about the podcast, any old podcast too, all my episodes are up there. Go over there, leave a comment. I'll see it. We'll talk. We'll have a conversation, and I'll read some, you know, comments on the show, some highlights from longer comments on the show, and uh, that's what I'm going to do right now. So we're going to go over to the forums first here. From episode 23, we had two really long and thought out comments because uh, <laughs> I don't have time to read all of them, of course. But we have round two gaming. He commented first, and last week I did the super. It was a really personal episode. I had a lot of stuff to talk about. Getting my creative energy out, all that. It was it was a really good, cathartic episode for me. And it was, it was probably one of my most well-received episodes. So I'll probably do more of that in the future, honestly. But, uh, of course, this is more of a geeky, com- you know, video game-related show. So I don't want to make it all about, oh, well, I, I sometimes have bouts with alcohol every week. You know, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but... He, he liked it. Um, 
he liked the episode and let's see bah, bah, bah. he thinks I should do a top 5 moments of Super Mario Odyssey which I'm going to do that Dean just for you I've been thinking about it I, I don't know if I I don't know how easy it's going to be to make that video because I'm going to have to replay moments, uh, parts of the game but hey it'd be fun let's see he says there he's reading through Blood, Sweat, and Pixels for the actual book club on the forums, which is really cool. I, I'm thinking about reading it myself, honestly. Uh, and there's a lot here. <laughs> you should read the whole comment on on the forums. This is really detailed. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, he, he's a really great guy. And uh, he, he says... Thanks for sharing these personal thoughts over such a, pers a public medium. It takes a lot of strength to do that, and I think it really came through. Won't, pre won't pretend to have all the answers, but just know that you always have close friends in the Cartridge Club that are here to talk, to listen, and to have fun anytime you need. Which, I know. You guys are always around. And I have awesome conversations with everybody, so that's cool. And then we got one from a Latino lawyer, Diego. You know, you know. He, he wanted to play stock. Here we go. <laughs> he says, congrats on getting in the forums. He's been enjoying Super Mario Odyssey, and, but it took a little bit of time for it to grow on him. He liked the New Donk City the most. Uh, he says it solidified it as a highly pleasing title. And um, he thinks that the game should have two more 2D segments. He says Breath of the Wild is his preferred Switch title. But no doubt Super Mario Odyssey is a masterful addition to any Switch owner's library. I completely agree with that. And then he said... He's on a Sherlock binge, which I haven't watched Sherlock. Convince me to watch Sherlock. I will try it out. If you think I should watch it, I will try it out. I've never seen it. I've heard a lot of good things about it, though. Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Anyway, um... He says, between me, my podcast and Happy Console Gamer's recent YouTube video, it's the second time he's heard people talk candidly about the issue of alcohol or controlled substances. Definitely a topic that hits close to home for me. I've been alcohol-free for now for close to 10 years now, and I never fault anyone for wanting to reevaluate re their use of alcohol, even if they end up deciding it is okay for them in moderation, which is kind of where I stand right now, which, you know, if I wanted to have a chill day, and have a couple beers. I feel like that's okay. And I uh, have been really good about it. I haven't like gotten drunk for no reason or anything stupid like that lately. Just been, you know, I want to chill out, have a beer or a shot, whatever, mixed drink, and chill. And it's just like an occasional thing, which has been great. And he says that he's glad that he's really glad that it, I found a forum to get all of the, my pent up energy out, and I should let it go. Awesome comment, guys. If you guys have any comments, you two have any more comments for this episode, go ahead and leave them. But anybody else has comments, go to the forums, say hi. You don't even have to leave a long one. You know, just say a couple sentences like, oh, I like this part. Oh, or here's the uh, response to the question. Anything like that, I'll read it in the community section next week. And I got one more thing for the community section. I think maybe, maybe two. Oh, got two. For my YouTube channel uh, comments, I had Musty Hobbit. He says, preach. Being able to put yourself out there in any capacity is a great thing. 
even healthier to be able to talk about it openly. Don't stress about going negative. There's a time and place to talk about these those things too, which that's true. And I rewatched some of my episode. Well, I mean, of course, I re-listened to it anyway to edit it. But I was re-watching some of it on YouTube. I was like, man, I kept saying, like, apologizing every time I said something negative. So I won't do that in the future. I'll, I'll just go right in. You know, go balls deep, whatever you want to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I won't do that again. But I had a really good time with that with that episode. So I do have one question for me from Cartridge Brothers P2 on Twitter. He says, question for the next episode. If someone in the club did the dicks, who would you suspect most? And I've been thinking about this. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, because that sounds ridiculous on its own if you don't have any context. <laughs> There's a show called American Vandal where the main character, it's like a documentary around this character who spray painted 27 dicks on 27 cars. And it's like, who did it? Did he do it? Did that guy do it? Did that guy do it? You know, it's like, who done it type thing. So if anybody in the club did the dicks, who would you suspect most? Honestly, I don't think anybody would spray dicks on cars <laughs> in the club. I don't think anybody has the capacity to do that, right? Um, honestly, I really don't think anybody in the club would do it. Who Who's mischievous, though? Who would, you know? Uh, I had a couple joke answers here and there. I was thinking, like, oh, maybe Barrett on Mars would go spray paint hashtag Nintendo is perfect on 27 cars. Maybe, right? <laughs> or, um... I could see Cartridge Bro, uh, Bros P2 and uh, Mighty Q Dog going around spray painting 27 cars, right? That um, Safe States is cheating on every single car. Something like that. Something silly. I don't really think that you guys would spray paint either. You use those, uh, what do they call those paint markers that you use for the windows? That's what it would be. Because <laughs> I don't think anybody's super hardcore. Like, oh, I'm going to ruin 27 cars. <laughs> but I do think that, you know, as a joke, like we're at uh, Cartridge Con, Chicago, whatever, everybody's car has, you know, safe states or cheating wrote, wrote on there with paint markers or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. I think everybody on in the club's a little too nice for that. I don't think anybody would want to ruin anybody's property. <laughs> Good question, though, honestly. Uh, wow. I was smiling a little bit too much on that part. <laughs> anyway, I think that's the episode for the this week. Uh, it, like always, it goes a little long. I think that the show is kind of a solid 45 minutes at this point, which I think is okay. You know, I'm not I'm not complaining about it. <sighs> Take a deep breath. I was like going without breathing much there for a minute. <laughs> uh, so I have one more announcement to make. On December 14th, this is what I want to do on my YouTube channel. I've been thinking about it for a while. I've, I've talked about it. It's going to work out. 12 day, twelve frantic days of Christmas. 12 frantic days of Christmas. So from the 14th to the 25th, that's 12 days. Do some math. You got it. Each and every day, um, brand new video from me on the Frantic YouTube channel. And on both Thursdays, there's two Thursdays, there will be a Frantic Thoughts episode, but there will be special episodes where I take, have a guest and we talk about a specific subject. Um, I'm not going to announce who it is. 
I don't think it's going to be anybody from the club. I think it's going to be like a family member. I might just do one, one with one of them with Sierra and one with a family member or something like that. It's going to be nice. Hopefully we can make that work out. And each and every, every day, it's going to be a different video. Um, I'm going to do some pilots for different shows that I've been cooking up. So I have a lot of ideas for shows for the YouTube channel and I'm going to try them out. I'm going to just make a pilot episode for every single episode. And that's going to be the 12 episode, uh, 12 videos. So it's gonna be 10 videos, really two frantic thoughts and then 10 other videos with some pilot episodes and some other fun stuff thrown in there. So 12 days, 12 videos, 12, I said 12 a lot. 12 frantic days of Christmas. So that's going to be December 14th and I haven't really started them yet. So I have a month to make 12 videos, which is not very hard because two of them will be a podcast, which it takes time, but I am on autopilot with those and I know how to make them very well. I love that. It's going to be fun. And then some of these videos will take more time than others, but I do have a, a plan ahead and hopefully this works out. <laughs> so that's my plan so far. I'm announcing it here. 12 frantic days of Christmas. This is the more details. I did tweet about it already. Uh, but yeah. Hopefully that works out in my head. I have a plan. And yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to push for myself to do this. It's not going to be impossible. But yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling bad now so let's go ahead and wrap up if you want to stay in contact with me if you want to talk to me do hashtag friendly thoughts on twitter question of the week is what's what studio would you want to make a star wars game if ea lost the license if you want to just talk to me or follow me on twitter it's at frantic society at frantic s-o-c-i-e-t-y if you want to talk to me on the forums i have a forum over at cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Look for frantic thoughts. We'll chat there too. And honestly, all y'all just have a really good day. Enjoy your loved ones. Have a good time. Try out Steven Universe. I love it. A lot of people around here will love it. It's a good show. Trust me. And besides that, you guys have a great day. Great weekend. Great week. And I'll catch you next week with maybe some other videos in between. Who knows at this point? Who knows? See you next week. I need to get off here. Ah, bye. <laughs> See you later. Bye. If I could begin to be half of what you think of me, I could do about anything. I could even learn how to love. When I see the way you act Wondering when I'm coming back I could do about anything I could even learn how to love like you I'm nothing like you Look at you
begin to do something that does right by you I would do about anything I would even learn how to Shaken by how long it took I could do about anything I could even learn how to lie